Welcome back to another episode of Melanin Matters. I'm Kia. And I'm Indira. And you can follow us at underscore Melanin Matters. What's up, everybody? It's Kia, and welcome back to your favorite podcast. This week, my sis Indira won't be here, but her spirit is always here with us. Um, and y'all should just go show her music some love. Just search Indira Imani, and you can find her music on all streaming platforms. Y'all should also go follow her and show her some love on IG, and that's at Indira Imani as well. I just wanted to come on here and chat about a few things that I've seen this past week. Um, But before I get started, I just want to say that this episode is going to air on July 13th, which will be four months exactly to the date that Breonna Taylor's life was taken and her killers are still running free. Don't let up, y'all. Like, keep calling, keep petitioning, keep her name alive because she deserves justice. First up on the docket is, of course, what everybody has been talking about, August Gate, a.k.a. Entanglement, a.k.a. The Strange Thing About the Smiths, whatever the fuck you want to call it. <laughs> um, I'm going to just give my two cents about it because y'all know that's what I do. I did not watch all of August Alcina's, um interview. I just saw bits and pieces about it when he was talking about his mental health and his battle with a lot of trauma from his past and his childhood and then of course I did watch the red table talk which I thought was a complete farce and honestly they could have not said anything and I would have been completely fine because to be quite honest none of this is any of our business um but since it's out there and everybody's talking about it I think that we can all learn something from this situation and I just want to say how I feel about the situation because I think that my take on it is a little bit different than what everybody else is feeling because I don't find anything about the situation funny. Like, the memes are hilarious, but the situation itself is not funny. And I saw this post on Instagram. Um, It's a tweet from somebody. Their Twitter is at SQ underscore eternal, and it says... Jada is masterful at weaponizing the language of healing and emotional awareness to present the facade of introspection and reflection, all for the purpose of evading accountability. Which I kind of agree with to an extent. We don't know how accountable she was in this situation because we don't know what really took place between her, Will, and August since this has come out. All we know is what they showed us on the Red Table Talk, which to me seemed like a PR move. It seemed like it was something that they felt they had to do to keep their brand clean. Um, So they just came on there and gave us something, but I don't feel like it was really the real. So this person... The free underscore roots, they posted the tweet that I just read on their Instagram. And I want to read a portion of their caption because I really didn't agree with this. So it says, and again, unlike August, I think the Smiths also realized that this is an interview, a public one. So I would imagine the boundaries and rhetoric were rehearsed and discussed before the cameras came on. Don't let famous fools make you think that the thing to do 
is to get in front of millions and bear soul for exposure, album sales, and to trend. It's a reason why the Smiths are the Smiths and August Alcina is August Alcina. Dude was grown and consented, so he's still a total clown for getting on the internet with this shit. But yeah, Jada looks like she has some sort of savior complex that ties into impulses. That ties into impulse issues, maybe. I don't know. So, what I didn't like is the fact that he called August Alcina a clown, said that he was doing clown shit um, for speaking his truth. And I'm really sick and tired of people telling other folks how to heal and when to heal. This is why people commit suicide because you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Y'all be the main ones up in arms when somebody takes their own life and you're wondering why and how could they do it. They do it because they feel alone and they feel that it's their only option. Y'all claim y'all want folks to be up front and to talk about their problems, but when they do it, y'all laugh and make jokes. Or you're asking why they're telling the world. News fucking flash. It's called a cry for help. And if you would just be a human fucking being for once and stop looking at every situation as a stand-up comedy routine, then maybe we could be a little kinder to people when they're speaking their truth. Because it's not easy to come out and speak on things that you've gone through that have affected you negatively as a person. And I don't think that you should be shunned or punished for doing so, no matter who the people are that you are speaking about. Just because they're Will and Jada Smith and they have money and power does not make them any better or any more right in the situation than fucking August. That man talked about his mental issues. That man talked about so many people in his life dying. And even Will and Jada said that when he first came around, he was mentally fucked up and he was physically ill. And I just feel like Jada took advantage of that. I mean, of course, she had her own issues going on, which she didn't really get into what her issues are, which is none of our business. But I feel like hurt people hurt people. And I think it would have been nice for her to show some accountability publicly to make August feel like he wasn't alone. I mean, I'm not going to say she owes him that, but it would have been nice. Mental health is not something to play with and you cannot judge a person on how they speak their truth. And I just think that it's unfair for the entire world to be calling this man out of his name because he had the courage to speak up about him struggling And it wasn't just the Will and Jada situation that he spoke about. He spoke about a bunch of different shit that happened to him in his life. That is also a part of his story. He has the right to tell it. He has the right to tell it whenever he wants to tell it and however he sees fit. And then I see people saying that women think it's a joke when other women cheat or if the shoe was on the other foot 
we would be going off on Will and this and that. And they're not all women are agreeing with Jada right now. Nobody is saying that what she did was right. I feel like at this point, some get men just be looking and waiting for a woman to slip up so that they can reassure their shitty thoughts about women. Because anytime a woman gets caught doing anything, y'all always want to bring it back to, oh, but when a guy does it, it's this. When a guy does it, it's that. How many stories do we hear about men dogging women out versus how many stories we hear about women dogging men out? And y'all want to know why the men are always the topic of discussions? We've only heard about one transgression of Jada's in a 25-year marriage. And y'all are ready to nail this woman to the fucking cross. But y'all be wanting y'all girls to ride or die through flagrant cheating, lying, and disrespect, break babies, and more. But one transgression in 25 years and y'all are ready to nail this woman to the fucking cross. I've even been seeing people compare her to future and I'm like, are y'all dead ass? <laughs> like, are y'all really okay? Because how is what she did anywhere close to what future does? Getting into these situationships with all of these different women, giving them all babies, and then abandoning them. How is that the same? If y'all don't like women, just say that and go. <laughs> we don't need all of that extra bullshit that y'all talking about right now. Because some of you niggas was waiting for this. Y'all could not wait, honey. And let's stop with the narrative that men cannot be hurt or they shouldn't express hurt or emotion behind a relationship or a woman. Can we please stop with that fucking narrative? Because for the women out there, y'all want these men that are in tune with their emotions and that are open and upfront and vulnerable. But here we have a man that's being open and upfront with his emotions and all of a sudden he's a bitch. My cousin wrote a comment on somebody's post on Facebook talking about August is a bitch. Open relationship or not, he shouldn't have opened his mouth. Don't he know real G's move in silence? Whoever said he wanted to be a G? Y'all have to stop trying to force your way of life and the way that you think onto other people. Not everybody is the same. And that is okay. Moral of the story, stop fucking telling people how to express their truth. Stop fucking telling people how to tell their story. Because when you want somebody to be there to listen to you and your bullshit, you're going to wonder why there's nobody there. But that's all I have to say about that topic. 
Next up, um, I saw this other post on Instagram that I wanted to talk about. And it says, Sitting in your loneliness without immediately trying to rush out of it is the sweet spot to healing abandonment issues. You're not defective for feeling the way you do, but don't look to fill your voids with more distractions. Your void wants you and only you. And I wanted to talk about this because, as I've stated in previous episodes, I have been going through therapy. And what I've been learning is that I do have abandonment issues stemming back from my childhood and issues with my parents and people in my family. But that's a totally different story. Um, But I've been on a leave from work since April. And since I've been home, I haven't had anything to do but to work on myself. And when I saw this post, it resonated with me so deeply because this is exactly what I have been doing, sitting with my loneliness. And it has been the most difficult thing that I've ever had to do. It is not easy. It is scary as hell to face yourself, to not lie to yourself. And to really be open to accepting yourself for who you are, flaws and all. And to forgive yourself for decisions and choices that you made when you were in survival mode. And, you know, when I was working, I was always busy because I was always on the go. And I really had no time to sit down and really take accountability for my own actions and work through my bullshit and I have a lot of bullshit to work through so I think that this idea is important not rushing to fill the voids and not rushing to jump right into something just so that you're not alone because sometimes being alone is the best thing for you Being alone really helps you to understand who you are as a person and it really helps you to dig deeper and connect with yourself on a deeper level, which in tune will help you connect better with other people, which is what I've been learning. Um, I had a lot of resentment in me for a lot of people in my life and it had nothing to do with them, but everything to do with the way that I used to communicate or not communicate, I should say. And when I really looked at the root of where these feelings and emotions were coming from, it was easy for me to correct those feelings and emotions because a lot of it was anxiety. And what I've learned is that anxiety feeds you lies. It feeds your brain lies. Um, actually a couple days ago Endira and I just sat down and had a conversation and I've been friends with Endira since we were I want to say 12 years old 7th grade is 7th grade 12 or 11 I don't know but we've been friends since 7th grade and we are 27 or I'll be 27 in October she's 27 already So that's about 15 years of friendship and 
being that I've been able to know myself on a deeper level, I've been able to now communicate who I am and communicate my needs to the people that I love for them to be able to also understand me on a deeper level. And it was so eye-opening when I was talking to Indira because she told me that there's a lot of things that she has found out about me. Number one, through us doing the podcast and me being very open and very transparent on here. But then also with the conversation that I had with her the other day. And she really appreciated me speaking openly with her about things that we have gone through that affected me um and she was in turn able to tell me things about myself that affected her negatively in our relation in our friendship which I think is very important and very healthy for any type of relationship to grow beyond what it started as because we became friends at such a young age we are not those same little girls anymore and she also made a good point when she said that when we separated when we went to college because we had been through middle school together and high school so when we broke away from each other and went to college in different states we changed a lot and when we came back home we really never reconnected and got to know who each other had become while in college, which made our friendship very surface level. And it never went any deeper than just, hey girl, or you trying to hang out or let's go to happy hour, which those are not the type of friendships that I wanna cultivate in my adult life. I want deep connections with people and I've learned that the only way to deeply connect with other people is to deeply connect with yourself, which is why I wanted to share this. Um, I wanted to share this post with you guys because I think that it's very helpful to sit with your own loneliness and get to know yourself. And I'm not saying that it's going to be easy because it is not going to be easy at all. It is hard work. And when I say work, it is work. If you're really serious about healing and true growth, you have to be willing to put in the work and put in the time. Because what does it look like for me? It meant staying up all hours of the night crying and sobbing not really understanding why or what those emotions were I just knew that I was filled with emotions I would just sit on the couch and think of something and then I would just cry uncontrollably A couple weeks ago, I had like a full-on emotional breakdown in front of my boyfriend where I was crying, screaming, throwing stuff. Hard work. And these are the darkest parts of me that I've tried to suppress for so long. 
and it was time to get that hurt little girl healing because she deserves it so again no it's not easy but it's very rewarding it's very transformative and it brings a lot of clarity um so I'm excited on what the future is gonna hold with all of my newfound <laughs> peace I guess I would say But yeah, I know this episode was short and sweet, and it was just me, but I hope you guys enjoyed my little chat. I just wanted to get these things off my mind because I had been thinking about them, um, and I like to talk, so. <laughs> um, so I thank you guys for listening to me, as always. I appreciate the support. And we'll see you guys back here next week for another episode of Melanin Matters. Peace.